Hello. Hello. <laughs> welcome right. to episode four of We're Freaking Out. This is Jeff Horst. And Esther Navarez. And uh, this is where we freak out about stuff. And this week is the part two of watching the documentary Hidden Colors with Ron Taylor. Yep. Yeah. Once again, it was uh, very informative. We get into some longer discussions than we originally think. <laughs> yeah, it was so long that we are going to have to make this three episodes to not uh, fatigue you in this subject matter. But I mean, it was it was great. And um, this is the first part of the second part. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, I, I mean, they, they get it enough. It makes enough sense. It's the second part. And then stay tuned for part three. That will be way quicker than it took for part two to come out. Yes. We will be releasing that just a couple weeks after. Yeah. So uh, if you haven't checked out Hidden Colors, it is a documentary and it was really informative. And uh, you don't have to watch it to listen to this. It was interesting. We describe it enough. So you're good. I mean, you can. You can watch it. You you can. You can. You don't have to. It's not a requirement. Yeah. You'll still enjoy this. You'll enjoy the podcast. So it's informative. Good conversations. Yeah, so enjoy. All right, we're back with part two. We're back. Part two of the white man's evil. (laughs) Should I not be so on the nose with it? Man. You know, last time I was here... Uh Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know if you're going to tell, tell the people how far in uh, apart these two watchings of this one episode is, but last time I was here, I was in a different headspace. Yeah. I'm just so fucking tired now. I am just... Watching this shit, man, is just so much shit that, that the, the white powers that be just fucking lie about and uh, hide. And it's just... It's years of it. And it has evolved or devolved, as some would say, into so many different type of complexities of just ignorance, confusion, anger, and just hate. That it, it, I, I just want to go to Mars, man. Just go to Mars and start over. You know, when this came back on, I think the first thing that they talked about was what? What was the first thing? That we picked back up on? Um, uh, Abraham Lincoln, maybe? Okay, it was the so first major topic. The, yeah, they, the, I think they started talking about maps at first. Yeah, and, and well, that we talked about that on the last one. So, in short, the fact that the Civil War was not to free black people because they gave a fuck about black people, but to oh, yeah. cripple the South. Now, let's just say that's true. Well, nobody says that, and if that's true... We still have a nation who walks around as if, no, we knew what was wrong and we stopped it. No, that's not what happened. Yeah. But, hey, let's just perpetuate that lie and fuck the consequences of perpetuating such a lie. We're just going to live in it. And we all know it. It's in the books. It's in the history books. But it's just like, hey, here we are. and And the crazy thing about that is that what, to me, makes it even more true even though people, not everybody wants to admit it, is that it, it, makes, it makes the most sense combining what both groups want to believe. It's a combination of what both, of both extreme North and South 
So the South were saying that, oh, this had nothing to do with slavery. And then uh, in the stereotypical the North saying that, yeah, we thought slavery was bad, so we wanted to free the slaves. And it's like, you're both only partially right and wrong. You know what I mean? Where it's like, no, it wasn't, it wasn't just about the, it was, it was the, the financial aspect. There wasn't, it was still very much about slavery, but it wasn't about slavery from a morality aspect of feeling bad about the concept, about harming a human's life. It was just, no, my businesses, the industrial aspect of the North, those businesses will be negatively affected based on just the, the way that capitalism works if we continue to have all of this labor without uh, in, in, it being done in this way. But why didn't the North then just say, all right, let's, we'll have slaves again? What do you mean? During all of this, because they said it separated the North and the South, so they were like, all right, well, we're not, we need to unify so that uh, if the South makes money, it'll be the North's money as well, because the South was like, all right, we'll just secede, and then we'll have more money, capitalism, mm -hmm. whatever. Why didn't the North just say, okay, well, we'll just have slaves too? No, the, it, the, because the issue was that what slavery did was the issue which stifled capitalism. So if, if the North, if the, if the South got slaves and they sell a nation, um, uh, uh, nationwide, and if the South got slaves and they sell a nation nationwide, and the North got slaves and they sell a nation nationwide, that's not really capitalism. I don't know what that word is when just, you got a whole nation of exporters, but that's what that is. They were trying to make a system in America that people were getting, like you could work for, everybody don't have to be a slave owner. Because everybody, somebody needs a job, mm -hmm. is, was the point. Everybody, you can't have a nation where everybody uh, 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 owns slaves. You can't have a nation where everybody's so they a rich wanted, person. they wanted to make poor white people. Middle class. Ah, yeah, they, so they were that, trying to create the middle class at this correct. point. And the North said that slavery was stifling capitalism, and the South tried to, uh, yeah. Right, but I just didn't understand why they weren't like, okay, well then we'll, because they made it sound mm. like the South made more money because they didn't have to pay uh, slaves. So then I'm like, well, why didn't the North just make the same money? not paying slaves but that makes sense because there mm -hmm. were white have a people so mm -hmm. then they went too far i guess yeah. overcorrected in the way that then they had to hire people to do these jobs and then they're like oh but we don't want to hire the slaves so then that's how they got immigrants i didn't know that in the union yeah in the, in the unions in the workers oh, union that was, was just an outgrowth from the south losing the war knowing that, you know, white men aren't going to compete against the freed slaves who we just made learn a fucking skill. You made them learn a skill. They're going to obviously, and they, they would be willing to work for less money. Like, they're, they're, without the workers' union, the white men were just like, oh, our jobs are going to be taken away. You know, there there's so many creations of things in society that are a direct result of the oppression of black people that we are disguising as just, oh, we just wanted things to be fair. We just thought that people should have a union yeah. because that's just what's better for the workers. 
because we just want to be fair. And it's like, you know what? We can argue with how it's being used today. Sure. Right. You know, but, but when people argue about history, that's the thing that makes me lose faith in humanity is like, no, we're arguing about stuff that already happened. I, I just can't even get over that. Because the history of unions, it's always that it was fair and it yeah. helped people, people that were low income and they everybody. wanted, yeah, like they were, uh, got the 40 hour work week and yeah. minimum wage and they, saying, and they fought for all these things, but mm-hmm. really they were just fighting to not give black people jobs. So yeah. like, cause you'll and, hire and, whoever's in the union. And, and let's say the union was not created for the sole purpose of exiting out black people. Throughout this entire whole watch of this thing, I'm going to continue to strip <laughs> down what you could not believe and just have what would have to be true. What has to be true is there's no slaves that wasn't doing nothing because yeah. then you're not a slave. So every slave had a skill, was doing something, mm-hmm. knew how to do something. And when they were all free, well, surely they had to do something, right? Mm-hmm. So what the fuck did they do? Because mm-hmm. they wasn't hired mm-hmm. when nobody hiring black people, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe they weren't actively not, or may, maybe the union wasn't the sole purpose of like saying, let's make sure black people don't get jobs, but... Somebody was not giving them jobs, and, and somebody was sneaking and giving them jobs, and somebody was probably angry at that. At best, I think it's easy to say that factually, black people, free black people, were at least scabs. Hmm. Where like you know, you, mm-hmm. what is a scab? Where they they'll just, cross the picket line, right? Of just like they're the people who like pretty much was lowballing. So it's like the go just the same way that they complain mm-hmm. that Mexicans do now. Yeah. That hey, the job is going for five for ten dollars an hour. I'll do it for five. Mm-hmm. And somebody got angry with that. And it, when you get angry with that now, what do they do? They make it illegal to yeah. hire people who do it for less. If you don't belong to this, so it's almost like you can't. And, and, you, and, and you it's you the same can't group. Say that that's not the, why the union was came and, to and be. You, and you, because you, you kind of have the same group. You, you kind of still have the same group of people. The people that tend to be more racist today are the people that also are against us even having a minimum wage because that's against. They will justify it by saying that's against capitalism. And for me to grow my business, I should be able to charge whatever I want. Like, you know, every time. Oh, that, if you want to raise every minimum time that, wage. Yeah, every time that somebody wants to raise a minimum wage, you have people that you know, if 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 they had it their way, there wouldn't be a minimum wage. They would just charge you what you know. And so, right. and it's what's what's funny, uh, what's interesting, what you just pointed out, Ron, is that the people, the people today that would be against affirmative action would be the people that are like, well, why don't we just let the people that are the most skilled for the job get the job? When back then, the people that would have been the most skilled would have been the, the, the slaves that you just freed. But oh, So basically, the creation of the workers' union was affirmative action for white people. Yeah, that was affirmative action for <laughs> white men. Funny. That's I think what they say that's that on what, the second one. On that's what that too. was. Yeah. So affirmative action. When people have been against it, it's really just oh no, I'm just against it because it doesn't benefit me right now. Yeah, and it's also what's going on with uh, undocumented workers making less. They're treated 
similar to mm-hmm. slavery. I mean, mm-hmm. they can go home, but they're mm-hmm. treated like shit. Who are they going to call? Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what the, what, what the white man did do a good job of, eradicating just the people, the, the, the black people who did have skills. Mm-hmm. Killing the motherfuckers who had skills so they couldn't teach them, and then stopping people from like learning those skills, and that's why I, I think I, I I just find like Mexicans over here in California that know how to do all that stuff. I just find it fascinating. I was at Home Depot today, and um, I had heard about this, but I guess I you know I ain't never needed no work done, so I wouldn't really know about that that life. I just went to the Home Depot looking for some shit. And in the back of Home Depot, it's just because I also go to an alcohol program across the street. So I, I see him every Wednesday. But this <laughs> time I went into Home Depot and in the back, it's just like it's like 20 Mexicans just mm. drinking beer mm-hmm. and just just hanging out. Mm-hmm. And I, for a while, I was like, I don't know what, and then it dawned on me like, oh, I guess they're there like to do work. But. I guess I thought like they worked for a company and then they just got to wear free dress. No, it's like a meet up. It's like a hangout. And you just go up to a group and be like, hey, can y'all motherfuckers put up a fence? Yeah. So I drive a van. Isn't that weird? Doesn't that just feel? It's, it's, I think it's like fucking dope. Oh, yeah. No, but I mean like just to be the person to be like, hey, does anybody want to fix a fence? I want it. I don't want to fuck you over, but I don't know what the I price is. To, this is uncomfortable. I wanted something. <laughs> To, to, to have them do just because I just wanted to see it done, mm-hmm. man. And it was like, I drive a van and I guess when people looking for work, they pick up all the Mexicans in a van. Mm. So when I got out, I'm just going to, and I had a folder, mm-hmm. right? So I guess it looked like a fucking layout. Like I'm going to come up and be like, hey, can y'all do this? And the guy, was, <laughs> the guy came up to me and like, hey, you, you, you need help? I'm like, what? I'm just going across the street, and I'm in my mind. I'm like, "What? what help with what?" But instantly, like, I realized. What can you help with? Maybe. That right. happens with drugs, yeah. or prostitutes, or mm. Mexicans. But so, so that's <laughs> what I'm saying. That's what's like unique about. It. And that's why I say the white man did a great job of just getting skill out of the black man, and and just and you know we ended up having skills selling shit. Mm-hmm. But it is exactly that. Like they're peddling their skill. Which is carpentry and 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 fucking building shit. Painting, landscaping. Right. Everybody pedals something. You either yeah. pedaling pussy, pedaling drugs. Yeah. Mexicans is pedaling skills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And black people used to do that, but then they killed them all and sent them to jail. So you know, good and job. If you're gonna try to take over, that's one thing to do. Just wipe them skills out. I wouldn't. If I was an evil genius or if I was an evil person, I don't think I'd ever think about like. Eliminating skills from a person, I would be think I'd be too busy thinking about how can I circumvent that person's skills. I wouldn't think about removing them. Yeah. So and, you and know, that kudos. brings us <laughs> to the uh, when they brought up. Uh, oh, and what you brought up, uh, what, what you were saying before I, I move us along, you were saying of uh, when we were talking about the workers' unions. I mean, even if you don't, like you said, even if you don't believe it, what we do have a reflection of today is, I mean, ninety-nine percent of contractors are all white. All that but, shit was crazy. I mean, but too, but man. but but That's still, insane. I mean, ninety nine percent of contractors to this day are still white, even though, I mean, that that doesn't that doesn't add up. That doesn't add up unless that is a reflection of of racism, purposeful racism from years in the past. So my daddy's a contractor, and I never, I don't think I would ever pay attention to this until he pointed it out to me years ago, 
and he was saying like, you know, we live in Detroit. It's a bunch of people here who can do work. How is it that the only people who can run wire from this telephone pole to this telephone pole are white? Mm-hmm. Like it ain't no. And then I started looking around, and like you, you see it. It ain't what. Well, now every now and then I'll see something different that I watch it and pay attention to it. But it's like you only see two colors working with hard hats on, just in the streets or on telephone poles, and that's white mm-hmm. and Mexican. Mm-hmm. And you can, and it's safe to assume at least that if they Mexican, they getting fucked out of some money. Mm-hmm. But the last thing they're gonna do is pay black people regular dollars mm-hmm. to do the work, yeah. and it's like, hey, fuck you, buddy. Yeah. But yeah, my daddy pointed that out, man. He was like, yeah, they give, like, you know, he's old, so he's like, giving all them white boys them contracts. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I guess so, man. Yeah. I guess that's what they do. Well, the the American dream is always, mm-hmm. oh, well, you work and you build a business, capitalism, blah, blah, blah. But if you can't get a loan for a business you or you don't yeah. have family money, then you're not going to have a business. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. that simple but of yeah. course you know mm-hmm. oh that reminds me there was a thing this is kind of relates it wasn't in this thing that we're watching now but long 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 story short it was the guy that was explaining how there was this like this housing just area this like suburban area that uh was built nice houses beautiful area and in the i don't know the rules of that area that was newly built it was written that you cannot sell to black people. You cannot sell these houses. This was the law. You cannot mm-hmm. sell these houses to black people. You cannot resell these houses to black people. You cannot rent these houses to black people. And this is like, I'm just going to throw a time frame out sure. there. 1920. Jump to, and it was like, those houses was $20,000. Jump to, let's say now, those houses is worth a million dollars. So, Every time they were sold, resold, or the houses that stayed in the family, that's an asset of, like, let's say that, that area was 20,000 houses, so there's 20,000 people. There's 20,000 families that have the wealth of a house worth of a million dollars that black people were, like, not allowed to not be a part allowed. of. Yeah. So just the regular American dream way of building wealth Black people were X'd out of. So even black people who could afford the house and all that stuff and would be able to just build wealth from just sitting on a house like a motherfucker has to do, they were not allowed to do it. Mm-hmm. Just weren't allowed to do it. So this, the, the, like I, get, I get trying to run a strong offense and be better, but the defense, man, the defense against black people is just... Mm-hmm. It's just egregious, and the idea that it's not going on now, or there were no rip- repercussions of it, it's and that's insane. what that guy was explaining. He was like, "Now you have these people who have these houses right now, yeah, and they've built wealth, and those same black people who existed then they did not have that opportunity. Mm-hmm. So it's like a, it's an obvious disadvantage that that has something to do right now. There are people who put their kids through college because they were able to refinance and." and whatever all those technical terms are, based off of the asset that yeah. they had of that house. Get so a loan if, with So if you were able to get a loan and send your kid to school from the house that you have, now your family has education, that black family didn't, and mm-hmm. you say, how, I did it, how come you didn't? 
Yeah. Well, because of some shit and, that happened just a few years ago. And, and, and people ignore it when the statistics are right in front of their face. Like to this day, 90% of, of comparing who needs student loans to get through college, it has such a reflection of generational wealth. Uh, I think they showed the study was 58% of white people need student loans. 90% of black people need student loans. So, it, I mean, it, it, there's still negative repercussions from past years of slavery, even if we want to pretend as if there's no racism existing today, there would still be white people benefiting from racism of the past. And so that's what's so amazing to be that people, because then it, it, uh, it was talking about the 1865 to 1867 was the reconstruction period where black people were like learning different languages. They were becoming senators. They were becoming, you know, more of an, more of an uh, integrated part of the country. Uh, and then that couldn't be allowed from the white no, man. No, they weren't becoming a more integrated part of the country. They were becoming j- just a, a actual thing. So okay. you go from being a slave okay. yeah. to becoming a participant in society. They were participating in society. Because integration is actually sure. what they explained yeah. was the thing that sure. fucked them over. So, yeah, so that because makes of, sense. Because of the... the, 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 the what they call the emancipation of the of uh, of slaves mm-hmm. when they were set free, mm-hmm. they wasn't shit, mm-hmm. and then they built it up, mm-hmm. built themselves up through segregation. Hey, you can't come over here. Hey, no problem, we fine. And then they said, you know what? Come over here. And then like, all right, cool. You gonna treat us like one of you? No, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. We want you over here so we can fuck you over. Mm. So. It definitely wasn't the integration. It was the fact that they yeah. was putting themselves together. They was doing their thing. And then it was like Thus. black schools was the shit. And it was like, hey, come to this white school and we're going to fuck you over. And when you come to this white school the next year, we actually going to take all the white people out. So now it's, it's, a, it's really white people can go here, but they're not going to. And so this is a integrated school, but it's really a black school. But now the only difference is we control it now. Mm-hmm. You know the school and the bus and the cleaners and all that stuff that created that you the all KKK. Right. That was what created the KKK. Was all of this, which was was interesting to me. Um, one. Uh, oh yeah, they talked about the KKK because they said that the KKK is what brought the immigrants mm-hmm. to take the jobs, mm-hmm. so that there were white people working. Correct. Yeah. Uh, I think we all missed something. One of us was talking when they were saying it, but they went from the KKK as they were explaining immigrants. But I think in, in, in short, what they were saying was just the, the as black people were becoming uh, uh, just, you know, societal human beings in the eyes of white people. They already were that, but in the eyes of, you know, yeah. America. Um and retali- not retaliation, but the backlash of that was the formation of the KKK. And the formation of the KKK, they, they enacted different operations to thwart off what they felt was the competition of all these skilled black people getting something. So the KKK, like, whatever it is that had to be done, because you got to think. There's got to be a group of people to do these things, right? Yeah. You gotta, they got to be called something because yeah. it's not just going to be random white accident. motherfuckers that don't like black people. You can't call them that. 
it's not going to be the government because the government also, e- even though they would love to fuck black people over, they, they want to advertise they, it. Not just that, they actually do have other things to do. Like they got, you know, money to steal in taxes. They got, yeah. you know, laws, other laws to make. Other countries to pillage. Right. And then there's only so many police officers at the time and you can't train everybody. They're terrible anyway. They're exactly. not organized very exactly. well at all. But you mm-hmm. can't train everybody to be a police officer. Mm-hmm. So what do you do with the rest of the white people who want to fuck black people over mm-hmm. but don't have a faction to belong to? Because you got to have some organization if you're going to fuck black people over, thus the KKK. Mm-hmm. And they were saying, who else is going to go over and, and, and be mm-hmm. like, hey, we'll, we'll hire you? Because the KKK is comprised of people who actually own small businesses. So they're the ones who are like, you know what? Come over here, immigrants. If, if anybody gonna lowball us, it ain't gonna be these black people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, now, yeah. before we move, uh, we move on, if it's okay, I, I thought that it would be good to talk about. Uh, I think one thing that we skipped was how masonry was based on uh, more science, Moorish, Moorish science, and that George Washington's early paintings. Uh, many people will just say that, oh, those were slaves next to him because there were black people next to him uh, that uh, in a painting, but because they were wearing turbans, I mean, slaves were not allowed to practice and belong to any form of a religion. Uh, it was actually an indication other that... Other than Christianity. Other than Christianity. Uh, but was actually showing that they were... Um, that they were th- those were actually Moors that were next to uh, George Washington. Yeah, and um, sure, there's a bunch of different pictures And that Abe Lincoln's mother, you know, came from... The, that, and, and the whole Abe Lincoln thing was interesting, too, that they... They, Abe Lincoln's mom yeah. had ties So there's that? a group of people, I forget what they call them, but there's a group of people in the Americas who uh, were very melanated, and they called them something. I'm not even going to make up a word for it. Just watch the fucking show. <laughs> but they called them something, and they were, you know, essentially Native Americans who looked black. And mm-hmm. Abraham Lincoln's mama was like let's say she was half whatever this black native american is and uh and people knew that so while people were running against abraham lincoln they pretty much brought up the fact that his mama was half black and would pretty much call him black and his nickname was uh abraham the africanus or something Mm -hmm. like that so yeah and they were saying the only thing you had to do to slander somebody back then was to say that they was black which is not too different from mm. now, mm. the only people who get credit for being close to black or being in association with black people is the Kardashians, and good for them. They're doing a great job. Um, there was a guy named Benjamin. Maybe I'm re- remembering his last name wrong. Banneker, ba- uh, who uh, they are crediting for having he's having a photographic memory and he built creation DC. of the farmers' uh, almanac and designing uh, Washington D.C. And uh, saying that the person that is, you know, many people will credit for creating Washington D.C. couldn't have because he, they, that person didn't know astrology. And Benjamin uh, Banneker well, was uh, what they were he actually was, na- the the Big Ben clock is named after him. Right. What they were saying was, which is true, uh, Washington D.C. The different monuments are designed in a fashion to where the tips of them point at certain stars throughout certain times of the year or the millennium or whatever the fuck. So in order to do that, you have to have an understanding of astrology. So whoever did it had some understanding of astrology. And according to this documentary we're watching, the person who's credited 
for having built it didn't have mm-hmm. that information. How would we know that? Who's to say? But what we can say is that uh, somebody knew it. And where are the other places that have monumented buildings that are in alignment with the stars? Mm-hmm. Where's another place that has monuments and in, 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 in creations that have alignment mm. with the stars? Yeah. No, I'm asking. Oh, you're asking no. me? In, in Egypt. Afri- in right? Egypt. Egypt. Yeah. yeah. Africa. Yeah. So, what's the likelihood the that likelihood it was some random was white some dude random that came white over dude the that was fucking like, American yeah. was like, yeah. oh, me too. The only other place in society that we, are in, in, in the world that we see. You have to know something about fucking stars. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that Seminole Indian wasn't, wasn't really technically real. It was a just a tribe. It, me- it meant runaway, mm-hmm. and then it was just lumping black people and Native Americans that were separate mm-hmm. You mean separatist or runaway? According to this documentary. I, 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 I Googled it while we were watching it. That Seminole oh, does go. mean separatist or runaway. So like some of the stuff when we're oh, watching yeah. it, I do look up just to see yeah. what people say about it in general. Yeah. Or to see how like common knowledge it is. Because some of the stuff feels like, okay, maybe sure, that's that a stretch. Maybe that's, you know, but, but none of it of seems this... like it's coming from nowhere, though. Yeah, exactly. And the fact that it's not coming from nowhere is worth us questioning like like when they brought up like some things this this could be a guy's opinion but then it's like what what other options is there of like yeah rebellions happened all over the place people want to advertise it as if there was three there's there's three times when 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 black people were tired of being slaves and that was it <laughs> you know Eric and, Tubman, and they're, they're, Matt they, Turner or Nate Turner yeah. one of those is the porn star I always forget who's who. <laughs> That's and, a, and uh, that'd be an awkward term paper paper to to read in high school oh, i wouldn't give a fuck and that was it but no yeah that's yeah and, and i i kind of didn't even think about that uh i kind of of like of course yeah. yeah of course they didn't just fucking take it as yeah. as was was advertised yeah they didn't just take somebody wagging their finger at you like is if you, it's not going to be good if you don't accept it of, of course not of course people fight back that's human reaction you're going to fight back to be treated that way but, yeah, but that would only instill uh, self-worth. That would only instill a, a feeling that person wanting to control you wouldn't want you to have if you have that information about yourself. It, it, it's like you said, it's, it's way more defensive than I think uh, a lot of people think that it was all offensive of like wanting the white man to succeed. And it was a lot of defense as well. It was a lot of not wanting the black man to succeed on top of the advancement yeah and it was a different type of defense like when you talk about other countries that's like at war and stuff like that a lot of that shit is just like straight up bombing motherfucker. and maybe the white man is merciful for doing this i don't know i had to think about it but a lot of other countries is like we don't like you we're gonna bomb you we're gonna poison your water we're gonna make sure you don't get nothing to eat we hope you motherfuckers die the white man is like Man, we gon' we ain't gonna do none of that shit. I mean, we'll do it if we feel like it or if we have to. Flint. But right, but we just we don't want you to have no connection to who you are, what you are, where you been, where you come from, what 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 your language. We gonna change your god. We're gonna keep you close to us only so we can butt fuck you later. You know, I think about. I'm just gonna throw some random countries out there. I have I have no idea about worldly things. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but when I hear about like 
the Iraqi wars or like Palestinians versus the whoever the fuck they going against. Israel. And, oh, sure. Israel and all that stuff. <laughs> sure. Like, I don't know if I don't know. I yeah. don't know if there's if it's like a like just a complete destruction of their of their culture while trying to still keep them alive to suck culture from them. Mm. As much as it is, and this is just my ignorant understanding, as much as it's just like, hey, man, fuck y'all. We want you dead. If it was just a straight up black versus white fight, we wouldn't have these issues. Mm. It would just be survival of the... F- but I guess, like I said, maybe that, maybe that's merciful by the white man to like mm. let us live and not just straight up kill us. Or maybe it's just a very a, a, a lot better of a tactic. Like, we don't have to shoot all these guns all the time. We don't have to... We don't have to have slavery anymore. We got the prison system. I think there's something that you admire in somebody that you want to imitate and, and, and suck the resources from so much. If it was pure annihilation, then you wouldn't see so much of American trying to control aspects of Africa or just aspects of other countries in general. If it was pure, we want you dead, there wouldn't be as many times of just American history Let's go where you're at, suck the resources out of where you live, uh, pretend that it's for your own good, and oh, then leave. I take it all back. I take it all back. No, it was not mercy. The white man's just evil. I forget yeah. that they did this shit in Africa. Like, yeah. white people want run Africa, too. Yeah. Like, how do you run black How, how do you, yeah. You go to South Africa. Mm-hmm. I, I know I talked about this in the last one. You go to South Africa, mm-hmm. there's apartheid. Mm-hmm. It's like, you can't marry a white woman over here. Yeah. Excuse me? You don't even live here. Yeah. Well, yeah. You're making rules of places. You're not even, you're you're going into somebody else's home and you're telling them the the rules of their house. We're having steak tonight. I'm vegan. He's like, bitch, you don't even live here. Where are you? Yeah. Uh, Statue of Liberty. uh, Oh, sorry. Oh, I was going to say the other reason for covering up how poorly slaves were treated was also just now with white guilt i guess mm. you know there's like people white, white guilt white people <laughs> want to now be like oh well our it wasn't me who did that it was you know i'm not related to whoever or yeah just the if and also showing how a lot of times in movies especially older movies always portrayed like the white people are friends with the they were slaves, and yeah. it wasn't that Jeez. bad, and it's just Brad a Pitt. family mm-hmm. living together. Mm-hmm. Like, that's assuming that the family even stayed together. Yeah. Which, I mean, slaves weren't allowed to get married, so yeah. how, do you, how do you know you, your husband doesn't live with you? Like, mm-hmm. your husband belongs to a different family. Mm-hmm. Like, in a movie, it always looks just so... Yeah, they did. So much sweeter than I'm sure it actually was. Oh, sure. But if you show something as horrible as it was, then white people get even more uncomfortable. I think that I, I, I don't know that those things were done out of white guilt. I mean, like those different movies and different depictions and stuff like that. I don't know. But I do have a thought that uh, the, a lot of the quote unquote white guilt is a side effect of not having a connection to the uh, 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 the pride or the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The, in their mind, direct benefit of the atrocities and the, uh, and just the uh, oppression that was put off on these other groups of people, on mm-hmm. these black people. In other words, it's like, 
because I ain't got no money from it and because I don't even really know nobody who did these things, therefore I can't really be prideful, which is why the South is so prideful, because they remember. And mm-hmm. they, they, they daddies and granddaddies and grandmas and all that shit told them, like, boy, a few years ago, it was great down here. We had a big old house, and then they freed all our slaves. That's why they so yeah. pride, prideful down there, and they don't give a fuck about no white guilt. Yeah. White guilt comes from you don't have the, the benefit from all of the treachery that, gone, that went on, and you got no connection to the pride. So you're just like, well, it wasn't me. But the moment that they get an opportunity to get either one of those, they'll take it. Mm. And that is what a Karen is. Yeah. I guess it's <laughs> weird, too, wow. because there's people who are like uh, the Republicans, the conservatives, the shitty people, Trump supporters always say stuff like, if I say I'm proud to be white, then it's racist. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yep. it is. A hundred percent it is. You shouldn't be proud of that heritage. You could be. And you can't, you can be, and that's racist, though. That means you are proud that your family had money made off of black people suffering. I don't think it has to be that. And I think that we're in a time now where it, 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 it could change. I don't know that it will, but I think we're in a time now where it could change. And when I say that's how you get a Karen, meaning like white guilt is just, it's just like a, a holding point until they get the benefit of oppression or they get the connection to pride of oppression. Right now, a lot of people are getting pride of the connection or getting the connection of the pride of the oppression through Trump. Yes. Right? So once they get that, there's no more white guilt. They get the pride. And some people, rich people, they get the benefit. They can, you know, build themselves up and get the benefit of oppression. And then they, you know, a lot of people turn Republican once they get some money. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I don't fucking know. But you're but, saying uh, Statue of Liberty. Oh, yes, the Statue of Liberty. Uh, an interesting thing about the Statue of Liberty that, that, that they brought up was that the original design or um, model that they were going to use was actually originally a black woman. And uh, there were chains that uh, are on the feet that are still there to this day um, that were to symbolize the end of slavery. Uh, the financiers, and obviously anybody that interpreted this differently, chime in, of course. The financiers didn't like that. So they, you got to make, you can't, you got to change the image. Um, but the, the designer, you know, everybody's attached to their art. They want to keep as much of the art the way that they imagined it as possible. Uh, fought to still keep the chains uh, on. And this chains are still there. It's just you cannot see them. You can only see them from an aerial view. So if you do Google this, you will see chains are at the feet of the Statue of Liberty. Um, but it's just not something that you can see in person. They conveniently, <laughs> that's something that you don't get uh, a view of. Yeah, and if you don't believe that, just think about it this way. It's called the Statue of Liberty. It's there to commemorate the liberation of something. What the fuck was liberated? In that time period. In America, period. Sure. Or was America liberated from something? Now, somebody, even though all these time frames are jumbled up, somebody could say that, I guess, America was liberated from England. 
But I yeah. think the story is that it came from France and that's not what it was about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you can look that up. Mm-hmm. So exit that out if we have to go off of history. Now, if you want to make your own fucking, you know, thought up, then so be it. But it's called the Statue of Liberty, commemorating the liberation of something. Black people, obviously. Slaves. Fuck it. That bitch that is the Statue of Liberty don't look like nothing that was ever in chains. Yeah. So it's just funny to see chains on the feet of a white woman holding a book with the fucking torch up. Now, I don't know all Mm -hmm. the history of the Statue of Liberty, but it's called the Statue of Liberty with chains on it. And I I don't even get it. It looked like a a judge. He's got a judge's robe on. Yeah. With a lawyer's book in his hands, in its hands, with chains on his feet. It's very confusing. And it's, it's not confusing... For no reason, it would make all the sense in the world if it was the 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 design that it originally was, which apparently was a black woman with both her hands raised in the air with with chains with a broken chains from both wrists and from both feet now that would make sense that would make sense, mm-hmm. but now there's just chains on the feet, and she's holding a book with one hand. Which probably was going to be a black power fist, mm-hmm. fist or something. But they was like, uh, no. You put something in that bitch's hand. Like, what? This nu- a, a torch. I don't give a fuck what you put in her hand. But you don't put that bitch's black fist up. And now we got this confusing ass, confusing ass thing mm-hmm. that's green. Which apparently is green because it's made out of copper. It originally was brown. But we all know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's where we left off. That's only a couple 20 minutes into the second half, uh, the second hour of the first ver- uh, first episode or first. So, um, um, do you think that uh, would either of you like to see the South secede again? Hmm. Secede sounds like a sounds like you're up, but I know it means to you know to rise up to separate. I I would happy. I would be happy with them being separate, but I wouldn't be happy with what would come from it, which would be them feeling like they won, in some way. Hmm. I I I feel like they would feel like they won. Do you think they'd fight us to rise up and separate? I assume that California would go with the North. (laughs) California would go with the North. I'm just assuming. Yeah, it's a pretty liberal state, isn't it? Yeah. Well, we like to see the South or the United States just separate into right now. It's so obviously two political parties that are night and day from each other. I mean, they try to find moderation. how How would that even take place, though? What would you do? How would that work? I mean, before it was the Mason Dixon line, which is what I'm terrible with history. Mississippi River. Pretty much, I think I think I think lines, especially lines that aren't that 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 are drawn, like on land as opposed to water, are just dangerous. Like when you th- just think about every border that you cross, it's it's always <laughs> just a like, dangerous thing. Like oh, trying guess, to get yeah, from the river, trying to get from. Yeah, you're still gonna have places like Montana, that's well, like, oh, well, we're not a part of this. We want to be racist and enjoy our mountains. Well, what I'm getting at is like. <laughs> If you're in California and you're trying to get over to Mexico, 
it's just dangerous. You feel like you can mm. get stuck there. Mm-hmm. Your rights ain't the same. Somebody gonna kill you <laughs> or stab you. That, that that's the thought. Yeah. You know, you try to go to uh, Canada oh, no, from Detroit or from New York, and they asking you, do you got fruit? You know, you feel like you're going to be in jail. They're going to be talking all this French shit to you. Oh, no, I was thinking the wrong part of history. Mississippi Rivers, when they crossed over, that's uh, north-south. We don't have a budget yet, guys, so we uh, we uh, fact-check ourselves just randomly throughout the No, I'm terrible uh, at history, but I um, remember that was when the colonies were formed, and they didn't, they were crossing the Mississippi River ah. to go do like the Louisiana Purchase and all those things. Uh-huh. So the Mason Dixon line is uh east west though, correct? Uh, right? I got Isn't no that clue. the sure. I believe it is. But anyway, that was what separated. So yeah, I guess that is part of why it didn't work is because there wasn't It's water. just very dangerous. I don't I I I'm just thinking all this stuff right now just like anytime you like it's hard to put it like this. In Detroit, if you go go across Eight Mile, you in trouble, and it shouldn't be that easy to get in trouble. Is what I'm saying. Mm. Like if I just cross Eight Mile now, the Southfield police are just on my ass, and I'm just in like the rules between on one side of Eight Mile and the other side of Eight Mile are wildly different. You yeah, can they speed. Are. Mm-hmm. On the same street, just mm-hmm. the other side, you can go down, you can go east on 8 mile, 100 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. You fucking bust a U-turn and go five miles over, going west on 8 mile, you're going to fucking jail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you get a DUI on this side of the street, you, you know, they slap you on the wrist and give you, you know, some fucking community service. The other side, you go to jail. Well, literally on one side of the street, you can buy weed. On the other side, you can't. Right. Mm. So if the yeah. South was to become its own thing, I mean, that's fine. But them motherfuckers the, got to stay there. You know, yeah, and like, the, the it, you, can't, of, you shouldn't be able to just drive down there accidentally. The amount of privilege that that group would, you know, feels is impossible to, for me to imagine that they wouldn't just be like, but I want to go to Cedar Point. Be like no, you don't get roller coasters. You don't get those roller coasters anymore. Be like, well, well what do you mean? It's like, you well, I'm sure you could have I a can't. passport, but yeah, they would be really. Yeah, I think shitty. the logistics of it, uh, you know, have have some holes in and there. And then I think Atlanta would have to secede on its own and just be a little country. You know what I think we need? Fuck all that shit. We need one city that is that 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 is its own separate thing. So fuck a whole state, just a city that's just like a fucking, less like a, a headquarters or like just a, just like a, a haven for black people. That's so, Atlanta right now. No, it's not Atlanta. Well, at least closest that there but is. But I'm talking about for real to where everything that goes on there is black, which sounds like a black Wall Street. You're trying to like it. Something like that, but only put like this. Every it sounds like a stretch to ask for a city with nothing but blackness until you realize that the opposite is the case for most other cities. I didn't realize until I Mm. saw the first episode of Trigger Warning. Of what? Uh, Oh, of just buying black. How hard? Yeah. How. How hard it is yeah. to find a city. Because I thought, yeah. oh, well, a city that, where mostly black people live there, that's a black city. 
but do no. they own oh, all of the businesses? And do Detroit, they own when Quicken Loans took over Detroit, I was like, well, that's a good thing. I yeah. didn't know. And, th- and I th- just now learned why I'll that's so what, horrible. I'll make, I'll make white people uh, uh, an offer. You know that You've whole. Heard it here first. You know that whole go back, <laughs> go back to Africa, go back to where you came from. Give us a place in America because we're not getting on no fucking plane to go all the way over to Africa. We're already here. We we helped build it. We built it. Some would say, yeah. give us a, just a city, just a city. To so that way when everybody say go back to. That's where the fuck we gonna go? Cause when you say go back to get out of, you can't say get out of our country. Yeah. Like where the fuck we gonna go? Yeah. But uh, just let call yeah. Atlanta. It shouldn't be. They're in not the gonna. South. White people aren't gonna stay away. That was a. They not gonna stay away. But you know what? You can't cause no shit in Black City. Yeah. So yeah. all that horse shit. Whereas like go back to like if it, if the, if there was Black City. In, in in America right now. I like that name, by the way. Black City, yeah. Yeah. Black City. If Black, there was Black, Black City, City in America it? right now, when all this George Floyd shit took call place. Call it BC. Instead of DC. We everybody would have went there. Yeah. We all would have moved there. We wouldn't have been burning shit up. Oh, we all the all the rich. There. I mean, Diddy's moving to BC immediately. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be difficult. It'll it, like property value is gonna be sky high. It's gonna be way more expensive than than New York. But you know what? That's the price you got to. At least now we fighting for not fighting. Not at least now we're like trying to be successful for something. We're trying to get into virtual paradise. Mm-hmm. And then you really can talk about black on black crime. If it happened in Black City. Mm-hmm. That ain't nothing that you know. That's that's just straight up black on black crime. They ain't got nothing to do with nothing. It only the yeah. um, I ain't gonna say I'll, who could stay there, but <laughs> they, they they. I'm not I'm not trying to move in. That's, that, would, that, I, I'm just it, <laughs> it. It would just give. It would set up the foundation yes. of black people to be able to fix their situations in other cities. So black city might be the only black city, but at least now, like it, it's only one China. But there's a Chinatown everywhere. Mm. Yeah. We need a we need a like something that is as real as China is in Asia. We need a city like that. I ain't even asking for a state, man. Just a city <laughs> like that in America, just so we can have black towns, other places. But you know what's so funny? Which is why all this shit is depressing. Watching and talking about this stuff. All these things that we're talking about, you know, it's like explaining the truths. And coming up with different solutions and stuff like that. It ain't like motherfuckers don't know. It's not my accident. Like, I was hearing Joe Rogan talk about the police and stuff. And, oh, all they need is training and all this stuff. It's like, it's not tra- tra- training. They were saying, he was saying training all this stuff. Training won't I'm not help a predict- racist not be racist. That's the point. And, and even if it's not racist, the point is, this shit ain't just, by accident. Yeah, it's so- on purpose. We fighting it as if it's... Oh, we have this problem. We don't have a problem because it's doing exactly what it was designed to do. So when I say, man, if you just gave us, which gave us is already a fucked up way to put it. But man, if you just gave us a black city, you know, that probably would work. And somebody else smarter and older than me probably had that idea. But the reason we don't have that ain't by accident. Mm -hmm. They don't want the defense we were talking about earlier. Yeah. So, you know, it's like. The only it, it, I guess the only thing to do is move to Africa. Shit, I don't know. Or 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 kill the oppressors. That's what Dave Chappelle did, right? Kill the oppressors? No, move to Africa. Yeah, I know. I didn't move to Africa. 
<laughs> I know which of those you were implying. You thought that I was. I just don't remember like, how long. Hannibal Buress said he gonna move to Africa for about three months. Really? Yep. He was on Rogan talking about some. Yeah, man. I think I'm gonna move to Ghana. Wow. So and he, then he he's played more, a he's not even He's a wacky dude. He's <laughs> not even visiting for three months. He's moving like he's. It, yeah. All right, it's only three months. You didn't even move a, to LA. Yet. Yeah, you didn't even <laughs> move to LA. Uh, but yes, I think that that's a good place to stop it for the first twenty minutes. Uh, it's very, very interesting was, uh, conversation. If you hear us trying to swat a fly in the background, that's uh, my doing, letting him in. Sorry about that. That was a Wanda Sykes joke where she said nobody was, nobody came to America looking for black people. It wasn't like yeah. somebody was here, like, I'm taking you back to the motherland. And she's like, yeah. where? Detroit? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. That was the other thing I wanted to say. Sure. I forgot. I've been trying to think, remember it forever is mm-hmm. when I interrupted you, Esther. Um, I think it is possible for it not to be racist to be proud to be white. I think the potential for that exists right now. Mm. And it's the, the issue with saying I'm proud to be white is that the narrative of everything white is, is just bad. Is that a narrative or is that history? Well, the, I, I'm going to be nice and call it the narrative. The narrative of being, of being white is just, it's we, just bad. There's no, there's no real pride to it. That, what, what? What's the problem? No, I just have something to say, and I got excited about it. Oh, yeah, that's how she talks. I thought she was like having a cramp or something. <laughs> yeah, no, she waves her arms when cramp. she gets really excited. It's... But, yeah, I, I think the ability to change it is, is now, which is just if white people just start doing the right thing. But we live in such an interesting time with technology and stuff because, like, a lot of white people really, especially young white children and kids, really are changing the narrative. They're just like, man, this shit is just fucking not what's up. Dude. Yeah, I'm all about Gen Z. They're like, not, <laughs> they're like, on. yeah, they're like, this shit is not what's up. I want to do TikToks to Meg the Stallion. You know, I want to do, I want to fucking hang out with Young Thug. I want to, mm-hmm. little white girl, I want to fuck Michael B. Jordan in his big giant face <laughs> who looks like Chauncey Billups that nobody's ever said. What? Chauncey Billups and oh, Michael B. Jordan look the exact same. She does the look fuck like him. Up. But I think the like white envy and white pride are kind of along the same lines What's because envy? like what? envious of black culture because oh. if you look at black culture black culture and black people are called that because they were brought here and their history is is erased pretty much you don't have people to go back to be like oh we're from this area that area but white people are of usually of European descent. Uh-huh. And you can, you know from records of their family where they came from. Or, mm. I mean, there's 23 and me for everybody, whatever. But before that, so if you had white pride, usually you had, oh, my grandmother's Irish and I have Irish pride and yeah, my it- grandfather is Scottish and this other thing all connected and whatever. Well, and you know you- where it was, but black people's history was yeah. erased. So instead of saying white, the only reason that it's black pride is because the history was erased. But white people's history isn't erased. So if you have yes. white pride, then you should have yes. whatever white country your family you know came what? from yeah there's pride. no there's no there really should be no black pride is the issue there there really was no color pride there was an ethnicity pride there was a a a, a geography geography 
fee, pride, but people of African descent became wrapped up and called black, and therefore that's all they had. And you have to have pride in something, so you have pride in yourself. And if you understand and identify mm-hmm. yourself as black, then you have black pride. But there is no yellow pride. There's no yeah. red pride. There might be Asian pride. There may be, I'm just throwing things out there now, Hawaiian pride. There's no brown pride. There might be Mexican pride. Right, right. But black people, all they have is black pride. So when you try to flip it and say white pride, it sounds it sounds like the opposite of what black is, which black it's is all oppression. Lives matter. It's it's just the counter just for the sake of countering. And it's so just if to black be shitty. pride comes from being prideful from being oppressed, then yes. white pride is being prideful of oppressing. Yeah. Now that's, that's o- what it is now, but I'm saying I think whether the language is changed or not, I think that there could there could be if if white ends up being you know, like, hey, we corrected a wrong. Then you can be proud to be white. But a hundred years from now, when we look maybe. back and I mean, if we're in the middle of that moment right now and but we're trying to change I br- that, I then up, sure. But, but I, like, like you said, of like, what is pride? Pride. What do you be, to be prideful of something? Maybe prideful of something pri- means something. Color but, didn't mean nothing but until it meant. You have something. to overcome something to be proud of it. Like you're not. You're no. not. Well, no, I, I mean, you don't have that. to overcome, but you, you have to, you can't be, you're not proud of the fact that you had all the opportunities and then you did something with all the opportunities that you had. No, there think, has to be some oppression. What do you mean? So. What, what do you, what, what, what is anybody proud of that it's that, that, what are you saying? I'm proud that I won the lottery? That's no, not, it's not the lottery. What the fuck are you talking about? There was about? a pride. The issue is that white pride is real. The the problem is that what was there to be proud of? You got everything handed to no, start they, with. No, they didn't. The white people didn't get handed shit. They worked hard. They fucking killed people. <laughs> they they made slavery. They like fucking sat down and stole things. Like that's hard fucking work. That's Who, something to be proud they of. They strategized. About. There wasn't. Yeah. There, there was never other there. white people. Or, or not. Trying to yell at... Okay, go on. No, no, I, I didn't mean to say it like that. It oh, came I, out I very facetious. I just meant like there was, nev- <laughs> there was never other groups of white people trying to oppress other groups of white people for any extended period of time systematically. So it's weird to me to be like, I'm, I, I don't know what that means when somebody says I'm proud to be white. I'm like, it can only have a negative connotation. I can't even the find it. That's how you're so much more negative. progressive to me the with connot- this idea is to even hope that white... Pride could be something good. The, the, the connotation is only negative because what white pride was is the same pride other places have had. You know, like there's pride in taking, like like a warrior's pride. A warrior is a murderer. You, there's warrior's pride. The warrior's motherfucker that murdered people. Okay. There, the thing that was white pride had to be hidden and dismissed in order to usher in the new way of control in other words it's like hey that was wrong we're sorry right and that was to to comfort black people while they slowly butt fuck them right mm-hmm. but they had to decrease that sense of you know we don't give a fuck about you we're better than you they had to decrease that in order to make black people docile enough to slowly fuck them but because they had to decrease their pride to enact this new process of slow fucking, there are people who don't know that that's what happened and they're missing out on pride. So, and it's like, 
there was pride in being white and it made sense. The pride was, yeah, we're better than you. And we made it that way. That's something to be proud of. It's evil than a motherfucker, but that's something to be proud of. But they had to diminish and hide that pride Mm-hmm. To 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 do this new secret mm-hmm. butt fucking that's gone on in America, and I say this, dog. When I say <laughs> I think that white people can 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 you know can change the narrative, but I think it's difficult. This is why I brought up technology. I think it's difficult now. It's like um, there's so many people who are just there's, there's people who really want to do it. Then there's people who do it for the sake of doing it, just because it's like the 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 right thing to do right now. Then there's people that really don't know what they want to do. They kind of just go with the flow. And when you got those three entities mm. all mixed up, it get difficult. And then you get people who flip. You got people who I, I'm I'm victim of it myself. You got people who don't want to do certain things because they don't want to seem like they're trying. Yeah, I don't want to put a up a post because I don't want to look like. I don't want to look, not because I don't care, but I don't want to look like I'm faking it. Then you got people yeah. who f- straight up fake it yeah. Yeah. and then yeah. just make it look bad. And all of the technology has fucked up a lot of that shit. <laughs> I'm not going to say fucked up, but confused a lot of that stuff. Like the, it was these, um, uh, uh, the, that black and white photo, uh, not photo, but video of all the uh, white, white actors oh, God. saying, what were they saying? I'm responsible or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm I like, take I'm responsibility sorry. or something. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. They, their intentions could have been great. Right? Oh, sure. It, but and uh, some of them, some of them really meant it. But some of them, it just seemed like, I guess you're, yeah. I if you're you're agent, it's almost now. like they wanted well, also, sympathy. Then it was like, agent, I feel so bad for you, and you did such a good thing. Yeah. Like then, which it is, is where weird. my favorite new phrase comes from. Hey, that's perfect. That is what that would be. Virtue signaling, which I <laughs> accuse Jeff of, and really everybody who's not me, I'm going to accuse them of that. I just love that phrase. <laughs> but yeah, virtue signaling is it's it 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 has its own problems. It's like it, it it's like hey, look at me, I'm good, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. As opposed to this is what I believe and I'm going to do it whether I get the attention, whether, it, whether everybody agrees with it or not. And I think that's the distinction of virtue signaling. I, I, I read the definition. Jeff didn't agree with it, which is understandable. But I think that's the distinction between just between virtue signaling and doing what you feel is right. Mm-hmm. Virtue signaling is like, I'm doing what's right, right? Right, guys? It's almost like I'm looking for confirmation. Sure. Right. And I want to show you I'm a good yeah. person but and I want you to agree with what I'm doing is is right. But when you really really are just enacting your true virtues, yeah. You you don't really need anybody. Yeah. But it's also no, arguing with the other person, like virtue signaling is telling another person that they're wrong and look what I'm yeah. doing. Yeah. That part of it too is you don't always have to tell somebody else that they're wrong Publicly if you're doing the, the, the right the thing. That's and, the, and, that's the definition. and to clarify, I don't, I don't, I can't disagree with a definition. I guess I just get upset at how often I see that word being used. What word? Of, that, of phrase. that phrase, oh. virtue signaling, being used by people that want to just justify their own shitty behavior. I, I, I see some words being that as they become popular and this is, as we start to delve into 
you know these I'm subjects. I'm late to the party, so I'm getting ready to use the fuck out of. Oh it. sure, yeah, no, but but you also read definitions, so you'll use it in the right context, <laughs> so you're fine. But so so you know so but yeah, there's there's just so many people that I see that that are just like trying to justify. They're like, well, no, the the you know the the it, it's fine to have a Confederate flag. It's fine, to, you know, and just to justify whatever their beliefs are, and anybody opposing those beliefs, they just say that they're virtues. Anyway. Or to making up like. Uh, Jeff had a guy that told him he was an evil person on Facebook yeah, and, and he looked at his profile and the guy's profile was talking about how they want to get rid of like a police dog on Paw Patrol. The oh, my cartoon. God. Oh, my fucking <laughs> God. Yeah, I'll anybody. make fun of him right now. I forget his name. You'll see a video about oh, him God. soon or you already saw it by the time you heard this. But either way, <laughs> the, this guy. So right now in society, you see that there are some businesses that are that are worried just about their own money. They don't really care about black lives. I'm not going to act like every business that does a good decision really cares, but maybe they care, maybe they don't. At the end of the day, there's a lot of people that are making decisions of like, okay, we can't have, we can't have Elmer Fudd having a gun. We can't have so-and-so. Uh, we can't have too many cops. We can't have the Paw Patrol police dog now. Why? That's a decision. Well, no, what I'm saying is that police. those businesses those cartoons, those whatever, they are making those decisions on their own. And then you have people on the right that pretend as if the reason those decisions are made is because the left was crying about it. Like, we can't have a police dog now. No, the left, the left doesn't, nobody gives a fuck about a police dog but a fucking three-year-old kid. No adults were arguing about this. And you're just taking this issue and making it whatever the fuck you want to be. Like Elmer Fudd, they took away his guns. Do you think that was because anybody on the left was just Googling all the cartoon characters with guns? No, nobody, nobody gave a fuck. Zero people in this country gave a fuck. But now there's random people on the right that are using it as some reason to yell at the left about it. But it's also an easy thing for somebody to do to feel sure. like they did something. Yeah, they're like, yeah they feel like they picked like, a side. Okay, well, I did something today. I took the dog, police dog, <laughs> off of the cartoon huh? that Look I draw me. for or whatever, like the animators thing. have. I did a good thing. I took away the police dog. You know why I think that that's possible? You know, you say, who gives a fuck, right? Mm -hmm. Who gives a fuck? Nobody gives a fuck. Well, the truth is, nobody gives a fuck about most things. Most things ain't that important. But I feel like, I've said this quite a bit, because there's been the most important thing in life, right, is, is it itself, right? Life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so the, that, that would be top priority, right? Mm -hmm. And then everything falls in line accordingly after that. In America in particular, they have not prioritized the transgressions of life, mm -hmm. the lives of Native Americans and black people. So because they have not prioritized the transgressions against those lives and they still have not rectified those transgressions, it throws out of whack priorities of what matters. Mm. So because, Interesting. because you got no priorities of what matters, everything matters. And everything is a big deal. And because people have this, just naturally, because there's good in most people, naturally you want to rectify things. But when you got no sense of priority, when you don't, it's like a dirty house and you don't know what to clean up first. When you just start doing any and everything. You mm. just want that feeling of, man, I did something. It might be in the wrong order. I it might be, something. yeah, it might and, not make sense. And but. I think it's gone all the way down to even in different groups 
that we talk about and uh, I've said this a million times and some people give me shit about it but whatever suck my dick even the different groups <laughs> that we compare their struggle to the black struggle yeah it's like why are you doing this it's whatever that group is it may be you know fucked up you know after life is top priority but you know it's some other t- things right there you know air water and you know whatever yeah. the fuck after that love and shit like that but it's still you can't compare it to this but you can and that's how we get these old fucked up ass situations because it has not the the transgressions of the most important thing life has not been prioritized and rectified so now mm-hmm. you know what's just as important as uh, uh, black people's problems of being murdered and incarcerated and having their life and time stripped. Time is the most important thing we have in this in life. So it goes mm-hmm. life, time, insert anything after here. But you know what's just as important as all that, even though it hasn't been rectified? Uh, me having the right to wear my, not wear a mask. <laughs> you know yeah. what's equally yeah. as important? Yeah. What gender you call me? You know what's equally as important? Uh, what fucking colors I get to wear. You know, it's equally important. Uh, I should be able to marry as many people as I want. None of that shit is as important as life and time. But mm-hmm. because in America we have not prioritized it, everything is equally as important. Everything is dire, c- clearly, because, you know, mm-hmm. so you know what's, what's important? This fucking police dog. We got mm-hmm. no foundation to say, who gives a fuck about that dog? Well, a lot of people. And a lot of people will. Because what the fuck else are we supposed to care about? If we're ignoring b- black motherfuckers getting killed and shot and going to prison, if we're ignoring that, well, oh, shit, I might as well go ahead and try to get my dog shit in. You know what? I might as well try to go ahead and, 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 and marry a child or fucking a Lego or fucking be a gang whatever stupid ass thing people fight for mm-hmm. to, to carry a, th- a thousand guns mm-hmm. fine fight for it i get it because I, what you don't know what else to fight for mm-hmm. yeah so priorities man you got to prioritize mm-hmm. shit yeah and uh speaking right. of priorities before we uh send us uh to break uh john i don't you know i'm this isn't me just trying to sound this isn't me virtue signaling try to sound like you know i'm, I'm better than ron uh-huh. uh but you know no michael b jordan and chauncey billups are two completely different looking black men that have nothing that do not have any resemblance of facial structure not even skin tone at there's i don't see it at all well i, I chauncey t- billups looks like a rat He's, he's got he's got like a he's got a he's got a cartoonish looking face. He's got a like a if it if if it came to like like okay, look look at look at Chauncey Billups. Look at that. Look at that man. Look at Michael B. Jordan. Jeff, I didn't. Jeff, you said they look the same. You said they look the same. I can tell you, or you can just All keep right. telling me why I'm wrong. I didn't sure. just say Go it for on. no reason. All right, I'm listening. First of all, you look at it, Chauncey Billups, who's like fucking 50 now and you're going through pictures of when he was a child to like you know almost recently there is a chauncey billups right now i don't know what the fuck i was watching he was in (laughs) he was in something and his face is a little fatter and uh, uh he's got a beard and he looks like a certain time that 
Michael B. Jordan looks like. Now, if I found the pictures, which I'll do during this food break and put them next to each other, you would get what I'm saying. But here's the thing, man. I'm normally right about these things, and I wouldn't just say it for no reason, and I'm black, so it's not like I just think they all look, look, alike, look alike, look the same. But here's the thing. I'll tell you this. Me and Josh know, was, was talking was about this. joke. If I agreed with you, of then course. I'd be racist. Uh, me and Josh, was, Josh Adams was talking about this. God only makes so many chassis, right? He only, it's like, it's, I don't know it's what like. What chassis means? Is that a person? Um, how about just. Um, like he it's makes like so the many. He only got car. so many molds of uh, motherfuckers he makes. Right? Sure. It's like 12 of them. Okay. You know, and yeah. then there's different modifications that happen. Them motherfuckers got the same mold molded face if there's hmm. only 12 in the world i mean like in the heavens they what? came out the same one and i'll prove it to you it's just interesting break. that women were wrong then because none of them have ever wanted to fuck chauncey billups they I mean, only all fucked. wanted to fuck like i the, didn't say they was twins jeff i just said they were the same fucking chassis bro all right okay and I, I, I like i like chauncey you and know? when we come back mr big you, shot you 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 apologize to me sure i'll, 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 I'll show you we'll, this we'll find out why you're wrong after this all right Going back in. So we are back. Watching some more about the evils of the white man. Uh, adventures continue. And uh, let's see. what what what. Where did it start out from? It started We're back on the hit show, Transgressions of a Hunky. <laughs> I hate it when people... There's always some racist white dude that's like... Well, you guys get to say honky. Oh, my God. And we hear it all the time, and it's not terrible. Do you know how many times? Do you know how many times? Exactly. No one ever says I get that message either as a private message or a comment. Well, I get that at a comment on my videos every day. Every day, some form of somebody that's just like, oh, but they can call us honkies and crackers, and that's acceptable and whatever. And then I'm like, first of all, no, that doesn't happen. If it does, it's hilarious. It's not offensive. The fact that I'm even able to laugh at it and not think twice about it is proof that it's not offensive. So, so fuck you. The most offensive thing a black person can call a white person is racist when they're probably not racist. <laughs> like, and they're yeah. like on the fence and you call them a racist, then they're offended. But that only worked. To, for white people that's not racist because you call a racist person racist and like you bet like, your fucking ass I am it's like when Louis C.K. when he was like he was like you can't even hurt my feelings <laughs> it's yeah. like yeah yeah. I know I think they're probably still racist when you call them racist no I'm just saying that's oh, the only yeah, thing a that's a, that, that white people would find offensive like Karens are hating this shit but I think most they hate being called Karen I think most white people if they get called racist and they're not what conventionally is racist, they're conventionally. like, well, I probably have done something that could be considered racist in my life because mm. I'm always evolving and learning to be a better person. So then it's like, yeah, I've probably been racist. Anyone who is 100% racist, usually uh, if you call them racist, are like, yeah. how could you call me that? Oh, well, then that- good. Then that's the offensive term we've got. Racist, like <laughs> that's the point. I'm trying to find the term that we can use that make white people feel uncomfortable. And yeah, only, I guess that's The it. only terms I can think of is racist and Karen. Yeah. yeah, and they're kind of the same thing. Yeah, yeah. At times. But yeah. yes, we are back, and what did we just watch? Uh, we started off by talking about, uh, let's see, what was it talking about? Oh, of 
if you wanted to uh of why it's important to why it was important for the people in power to to hide their color it was called why uh, this section was called why the colors were hidden and so it opened up by talking about uh, of black people you didn't want them to know their history once somebody is aware of where they came from they can know where they are able to go what their where their potential is and how that was purposefully hidden and it wasn't just some accident it wasn't the files got put in the wrong place it was it was by design uh we seem to have misplaced (laughs) all of africa excuse me what (laughs) yeah we lost it you lost what the continent the whole thing Culture, uh, the language, everything in the letter A. We just lost all of the, the A. Sorry about that. Well, what do you got? Uh, Christianity and white. We have we that. Got, we got plenty of that. We got too much of it, actually. Get anything else? No. European. <laughs> uh, let me check here. We've got European, uh, Caucasian. We've got white. Anglo. Got a little bit of get Anglo. We even got some Irish in here, but we do. That's not what my yet. dad calls white people, Anglo's. Oh man, and it's so it's very funny. Very old school. So what are you going to call us now that you lost all of Africa? Oh, we were thinking. Uh, uh, how about nigger? You like that? Jesus. I think that's. I, I think. I think that's terrible. Actually, well, we're going to call you nigger. Get anything else? You can call it nigger if you like. <sighs> Fine, I'll take that. <laughs> And seen. Now that's a problem for you. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it. Yes, but why did they do that? That's the question. Why did they hide the stuff so that people didn't know their true selves? According to this documentary, it was to, which I know I've said throughout this uh, podcast at some point, which was to preserve the white genome. So as they said in this documentary... Uh, uh, the white gene, which I don't know who the fuck even knows what that is. I think that's just what color you are, but the white gene is recessive. Simply meaning, if a black person and a white person have a baby, that baby gonna come out colored at the very least. And colored in modern day and in the past of America, it's just black. So, in order to preserve the existence of white people on the planet, which, according to this documentary, white people are only one-tenth, are less than one-tenth of the population of people on the planet, in order to preserve that from uh, d- existing, they had to create segregation. Because if you can insulate your genotype within this idea of superiority, then you can protect it from being dominated by a more by a dominant gene, that dominant gene in this case being black. So in short, the reason racism exists is so that white people won't get fucked out of existence. Yeah, which is yeah. ridiculous to not see themselves in somebody who's not white, but okay. Well, themselves is white. So if white no But that exist, means that they're they're attaching everything they are to their color, literal yeah, color. That's everything. Which is, We've had is, this conversation yeah. before, and I didn't understand what you meant, and now I get it. But I, I, but I still, it's like, yeah, that is the case. I mean, it's like my legacy, my legacy as Ron Taylor, and it's like, okay, well, if my family, if my you know offspring, they end up having their name changed, or if I don't have a son, and they're all daughters, then my name's gone. So my legacy is my name. That's what I in, in this scenario. Right. I, that's what I want to exist. So. 
with white people, the idea, according to the documentary, the idea is this color has to continue. Right. So it's not just like, oh, I'm only this color. What they're trying to preserve is the thing that's in, uh, 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 in what's the word I'm looking for? Like in danger. Yes. Mm. That's the thing they're trying to protect is the the color because the yeah. color can white get white people are bald out. eagles. Yeah. I, I thought it was interesting and I never thought about it like this, but I see what they were saying that the feminist movement kind of fucked up the civil rights movement. I've yeah. always known that and I didn't even and, always, I, even if I didn't know the fucking documentary, I knew that. Yeah, shit, I mean, but you've yeah. always said how different people fighting for different rights has always fucked up the civil rights movement. But right now, that is, I was thinking of right now, I'm like, I don't know what else could because everything seems to be coming together in the way that people are working together. But uh, it could happen again if the women's movement. If enough, if enough just, white women it just show put their that pussy, pussy on, the on the street. You saw that, right? Yeah, I saw it. I didn't get it, but I saw it. I didn't get it either. I, I thought it was like some fucked up Photoshop job, maybe. I was yeah. like, what is this? Is yeah. this a joke I don't understand? And yeah. then so many like educated women that I know yep. posting that stuff. And this is so powerful. So powerful. powerful oh, this it. is. I don't know. What were they saying was powerful about it? They were saying, oh, no, 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 no. feminine You're asking power. for logic. No, this, this feminine. Is... Well, that's what they're saying. They're saying like, this is a female power and she's just putting it out there for what? That's a different movement that's a different argument that's a different and the fact that so you mean to tell me the came, crazy dude it, on the subway who's who's just naked just because he's crazy you mean to tell me he's not making some powerful but that's statement fine if too? you think that the women's body is is powerful for sure, whatever statement it's place. supposed to be made i know right, it sounds but, awful to say there's a time and place but this movement isn't about it's not about White women. It's not about white women. It's not. <laughs> but you know, that's like the, I understand the, so many things are, but this is one of them that's not. The lines between like allies and um and somebody uh what's the word like taking a uh, cannibalizing I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would be the mm-hmm. word because I didn't. I never knew that at that. I knew that women's rights movement. The women's right movement was happening at the same time as the civil rights movement. But how it divided the civil rights movement, I never thought about that. Because then some people jumped over to the it, women, yeah. jumped to the women's rights movement. And mm. then that's less people fighting for the civil rights movement. And then the women, the black women in the women's rights movement still pretty much even, got fucked over still, anyway. They, they still got fucked over. The attention too. is now divided, is, is, is what it was. And according to this documentary, of course... And other things that I've seen, um, that was part of the reason of the feminist movement. Period. So when the feminist movement started, that was one thing, and then when they put when they got black women a, a, a attached to it, that was another thing. But according to this documentary and other documentaries, the feminist movement was pushed by a man, by men, by the government mm. to get women to go to war. So that's the uh, thing that people don't think about or understand or know. It's not that women ain't shit and that they shouldn't be fighting for rights, but the movement was started for the, uh, according the to things I've seen, was started for the benefit of not only men, but for war. The image of Rosie the Riveter, with a, a woman with a fucking red bed dead on, I guess she was a blood, and her arm pulled up, her, her fucking shoulder, her sleeve pulled up, making a muscle saying, we can do it too. The it 
that they could do too was, was go to well, war. Well, that was when they were, well, the men were at war and they were doing the men's jobs right. in America. So they were doing the riveting. Like exactly. She was, the point is, th- didn't nobody give a fuck about no women? The people who made that shit, didn't no woman draw that up? I, actually, I don't know. But mm. that wasn't for women's rights. That was to convince women that they should do it too. And then it continued from there. And the same thing happened with Lucky Strike cigarettes. It was this idea of embrace your femininity, your woman power. All these things that sound great, but it wasn't about that. It was to get women to smoke cigarettes. Yeah. So that because it was it wasn't looked at as ladylike to smoke back then. So they made all of this propaganda of how fucking uh, strong and independent, you know, things that anybody would want to be. They made all these things that women are strong and they can be strong. And in order to show your strength, smoke cigarettes. Well, advertising uh, has fucked over so much. So now here we are. So they got black women in the shit and then it fucked up the civil rights movement. To a degree. It was a monkey wrench in the plan because it was because all these black women was like, you know what? Yeah, fuck you, Tyrone. And as the lady in the documentary said, black women at the time didn't particularly have no problem with black men because neither one of them could do shit. Right. They're both. She said that that was the white woman's deal. Right. Trying to get, you know, to do what they can do with them. And that was I never thought about this either of that was the time when women got classified as minorities because women aren't minority. They're the majority. (laughs) There's more women. But I know growing up, like the political lesson that my mom gave me was. You're a you're a Democrat because you're a double minority. You're a woman and a Mexican. End of discussion. And Dude. that was how I learned politics. Yeah. To this day, I don't understand how or why women are classified as minority. That's, I guess it's in jobs or something. Well, the way that they explained it in this, at least, was that that was the first time that women were considered minority, much like you said, for the women's for the women's rights. But on what ground movement. do they even justify that? Like. If, to say of women not are, having equal rights. So that makes them a minority? But that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I yeah. don't know exactly if yeah. what you're saying makes sense that if it's in the workforce. Like yes, we've always known there's more women than men on the planet. So in what sense are they the minority? There's if more women to, in America than men. But if you're trying to think of a term that can tie in, you want the black women... You want people that feel like they're a part of a minority group. If you were trying to combine, if that was part of the goal, was you wanted some black, you wanted to lose uh, people to, if you wanted to to shorten the amount of black people that were a part of the civil rights, and you wanted them to switch sides and to push the women's rights movement. That's the thing. Like, what rights are you fighting for as a black woman? That you have as a black person. So as a woman breaking off for, or just marching for women's rights, you marching for the right, as a black woman in the 60s, you marching for the right to do what? 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 That you can't do as a black person. So you got to get, you got to be able to do it as a black person before you Uh, can do it as a woman, you think. So you're saying that like the things that were racist towards, that was just, they covered it all in general. For instance, like women weren't allowed to get alone without a man. 
right signing and if you black you right. can't get a loan fucking period yeah. so, so like so exactly yeah how about you fix this first yeah and Be- then that because because if you then once we fix there yeah. you still black exactly bitch. yes once, once we say that women are allowed to get loans now it's still a wink wink white women at the end of the day if that we don't let black people get loans in general frustrating about everything that was going on lately with black lives matter movement when Every time, like a Me Too thing comes up, I'm like, oh no. What do you mean? This is gonna when a Me Too thing comes up and Black Lives Matter movement is happening is oh. now. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, focus is going to be oh, stolen. Yeah. He touched but, my ass. Uh, my son got shot, bitch. <laughs> Deal with it. And <laughs> I, I hate that because I, yeah, I don't. I, I, I always think because people will say stuff like, oh well, this can't happen because this is like, um. I don't know, like animal rights. Like, oh, mm. they, these animals are being killed, and then somebody else will say, well, these uh, people are getting in, uh, the kids are in cages at the border. You know, there's, yeah, you should try to help everything, but there are times when it's such a movement that it's so big and such a spotlight that you gotta, like, there's wait a, thing, a while. There's a thing called spreading yourself too thin, even when it comes to personal physical survival. If you're in the wild, as I was going to say, as we all know, but everybody didn't watch fucking Animal Planet like me. But if you're in the wild, fucking lost, you look for water before you look for food. You can go without food for like three months. Mm-hmm. You can't go but a couple days without water. Really? Yeah. You can go three months? Maybe not three months. But I know you oh. can go way longer go without longer. He's talking food. about animals. You can go longer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Can, I know you can go. He's like, don't quote me on this. There's just, just squirrels that can do that. I, don't yeah. I think you can, actually. I think you yeah. can go a very long time without food. You can't go that long without water. So it's the same when it comes to things like, like you know, what's going on right now. I'm not going to say Me Too movement it should be put on the back burner, but as a society, if we're going to galvanize to fix something, we got to prioritize things. That be it fucking sexual rights, be it animal rights, be it fucking pollution, which is weird because you would think you would fix pollution before you fix <laughs> people problems, you would think. But right now, I guess we got to fix people problems first because they just won't stop shitting in the ocean. But that's a whole nother story. I, I just feel like this is the first time, at least in my lifetime, where this has been such a huge movement and been uh, people are taking to the streets for this long people you can't get people mm-hmm. to care about anything for any length of time mm-hmm. i thought for sure people would have already yeah. stopped getting arrested and captured and all the things that are happening with people mm-hmm. uh, uh, trying to make something um to keep it in people's minds i'm glad I, but mm. it, but I'm always scared that all right this is someone's going to turn on somebody and this is going to be the end mm-hmm. of it for whatever reason. Yeah. Now what uh, what else would we like to talk about on this section because we still have another 20 minutes that we're going to watch. Well then and we so just there's still a couple of women, more subjects. We just talked about the women thing. Mm-hmm. And 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 then that kind of went into the uh, education situation of black people and long story short that they were talking about how different things like the IQ test which has origins that date back to that trace back to Nazi Germany yes. won't get all the way into it but the IQ test that dates back to Nazi Germany along with the uh, classification of learning disability both of which were used to segregate 
black students from white students after they said that you cannot segregate based off of color. So instead of segregating based off of color, they invented things. They found a new way. And that's what I've been saying about so many things now when I talk about the government, this whole idea that, oh, well, they made rules. They don't make, they don't make rules without finding a way to circumvent the rule. The rule is a pacifier. But the objective of the evil powers that be, it's going to continue if, if it can. Mm -hmm. The same with actual slavery, which sure. is they abolished slavery mm -hmm. and then made prisons. Right. So they still got slavery. Yes. They said black people can vote, but then they lock up all black people. And if you get locked up, you can't vote. You can't vote. And voter right. suppression, so, which is obvious in uh, So even now, if they legislate some stuff where it's like, hey, like, you, like I think you said, Jeff, where like, okay, now you can't, like, everybody's recording the police. Mm -hmm. So then they say you can't record the police mm -hmm. now. So if they make a law that says, all right, fine, you can record the police. Then it'll be some stuff where, like, they'll find another way to fuck us over. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Is the point. But yes, they use that, that, uh, those education tools to segregate um, black and white students. Mm -hmm. And then the feminization of uh, black males. I, I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, didn't, I didn't 100% agree with the feminization of black males in mm. the way that she said it. Mm. She said, she said, <laughs> oh, um, people's. The like black men's pants are sagging and they're falling off to put on a dress. Like yeah, that's a I, I, that's a leap. That, well, I thought that that was a leap. I'll I, explain I, that. Even if unless you know, you can make any argument that something is subconscious, but it, it you can't go any. It, it definitely can't be anything other than subconscious because I know that nobody would. I, I I just she said it's hard for me to imagine that. Okay, so you're saying that you agree no, with the I'll subconscious explain. part. I'll explain. And that's what I keep that's why I keep bringing this up about this documentary. And I guess for the listeners, we didn't even describe it. We were just talking right. Like, Everything in this is to be taken with a grain of salt. And these, yeah, this was one person all in the these, documentary. Right. All these people in this documentary mm -hmm. existed within the last fifty to seventy five years. They're talking about things that date back thousands of years. There's no way that they have it all correct. Sure. They're talking about things that that, that date back from a hundred to a thousand years ago, right? Mm -hmm. So with that being said, some things are filled in based off of just their level of intellect, the research that they know, the research that they have, and so on and so forth. Now, uh -huh. as they were describing the feminization of the black male, which in their, based off their analysis, if you can feminize the black male, you take away his necessary and required masculinity, that's why men have it. It's, it's for something, right? It's like guys have balls to do something. <laughs> mm -hmm. So if you cut those off or feminize the black man, then you can stop the black man from existing in his position in the black family, therefore crumbling the, the black family. Now, the one of the ladies in this documentary was explaining some of the things that you can see in the black male, and she was relating them to the feminization of black men. Now, if the things that she was saying that, as she was calling them uh, uh, pretty much side effects of the feminization of black men, maybe the side effects that she was pointing out, you all can't connect to, 
Mm-hmm. And that's fine. I could even not get the connection. But the point was there are side effects that are visible now mm-hmm. that have to do with the feminization of the black male. Now, why is the feminization of the black male a bad thing? Because some people say, hey, it's okay. Look, everything in the world is okay. But if somebody can do something purposefully with the intent to uh, uh, manipulate something to their mm-hmm. will, that's very possible. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter that the thing is not that bad. Like, so you're separating it, saying that I'm, you know, we're not saying, or or you're not saying rather that you know, I, obviously you're like, no, it's not bad to for a male to be to have feminine characteristics, or it's not, and it's not feminine characteristics aren't what's bad. It's what the intent uh, of that was. The, the what side the of what the intent of, the of that was, was used was for. Was used for, absolutely. But the way that she said it was that the intention was for there not to be more black people because if a man is gay, basically, he's not going to have children. And so mm-hmm. then it's a form of genocide to where I don't know that even if, because I mean, I grew up in the 70s where, yeah, there was like uh, a lot of, black men on television wearing dresses. And that was like the thing was like, oh, why do black men have to dress like women to entertain? And that I saw like, okay, that's that seems like, uh, you know, a white executive going, all right, the black men have to humiliate themselves or whatever, or be seen as less than or less powerful, less masculine, whatever. But there's so many people who are gay who aren't comfortable coming out as gay that I don't know if I can believe that the black men uh, coming out as gay was like, uh, oh, that's a manipulation to stop them breeding or, you know, a white man that yeah. they, it's not like white, like Catholic white men aren't all like, woohoo, yeah. I'm wearing a dress. Well, so you're I- saying like there, there could be, you know, you're not saying that there's not any amount of truth. Uh, or potential at truth at, at, at what the claim is as much as you don't want to just dismiss all of the black men that are gay just because they're gay with without there being some, you know, I don't think that it's 100% of the time every person that's gay is is from a bigger picture of somebody trying to uh, destroy their household. There are just some people who that's who they are and you're just not trying to... Uh, talking about me saying that? Esther. No. Oh. But in your experience, like, did you see... People who you thought, oh, well, they want to wear high heels because society's telling them to. Well, I'll say this. You know, I think what's extraordinary about this conversation and the conversation about essentially homosexuality, particularly men and men, is that we've gotten to a point in society, which is actually magnificent, it's just crazy, We've gotten to a point in society where it's such a touchy subject Mm -hmm. that something that one could point out about the act or the lifestyle or the whatever the fuck you would call it, that somebody could point out something that may not be wrong. I mean, that may be wrong or that may be counterproductive or may Mm -hmm. be destructive to point it out or to talk about it, to address it in itself. You're thought of as a, a, a bigot or hateful, or whatever. Mm-hmm. There is no thing that exists where there are not issues that need to be rectified, but you, or that could be rectified. But, sure, everything could be but improved. But in this, in this conversation, it's, which is why it's so fucking crazy to me, and, and when it comes to LGBTQ community, 
there's not a thing that anybody feels comfortable talking about as far as how that group of people or people who identify as that or that lifestyle or whatever you would call it, the things that might be detrimental to those people, those individuals or society as a whole. I'm not going to sit here and tell you what they are, but I do know there is no group of people. There is no lifestyle. There is no anything that doesn't have some things that work to its detriment that can be pointed out and perhaps rectified. But we have this thing now, the LGBTQ community and conversation Mm -hmm. that it's so insulated with political correctness. Mm -hmm. It's, it ha- there are some areas where I'm certain it has grown out of control to the detriment of those individuals and the society at large. But because we can't have the conversation without being called a fucking bigot, it just continues. So when it comes to this documentary, and this is answering your question, have I seen people just give in to the societal uh, 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 pressures of it? Probably. Do I have the mental capacity to be able to point out when it's something that one may call uh, 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 from birth or just natural or whatever the fuck versus them actually giving into those pressures? I don't think I'm not going to sit here and tell you I'm smart enough for it. But I can tell you that it's something that's done. Right. Like there's something that they call a bull bull busting i think bull breaking something like that mm-hmm. and they said it was when slave masters men would fuck the dominant black slave to show dominance and make him seem less than mm-hmm. to all the rest of the women and all the rest of the the slaves I, whether that happened or not we know that that was a thing that took place yes there are some effects that come from that, which is why they did so, it. So to make and they say that that's why so many black people, especially like Jamaicans and Islanders, have such a disdain for homosexuality because mm. it was used to belittle and make them less dominant. Mm-hmm. That's why they hate it, right? Mm-hmm. So to make it seem as if there are no effects from that, and mm-hmm. that now homosexuality and or LGBTQ community. It's just straight up beautiful and it should not be fucked with and don't you dare question us. Well, that's just not logical. There's got to be something. Now, I'm not going to say what it is because I don't fucking know. But surely there's some environmental conditioning that was used to manipulate a situation for another group of people's benefit. That would have to be a fact because mm-hmm. everything else exists like that. Even heterosexuality has been manipulated for yeah. another group's so you're, benefit. So, so why would homosexuality not so, be used? So basically sometimes people get in the, the they get caught up in the what's right and what's wrong instead of what was the intent. And the and we're just pointing out that, or, or they were just pointing out, you know, uh, the there, there was an intent uh, to... Demasculate. Uh, de- give me words. Feminize. Feminize. Yeah. Sure. Demasculinize. Demasculinize. I know, why am I Demasculate. No idea. Emasculate. Emasculate. Yes. There it is. All right, man. I need to be more, you know, open about my lack of vocabulary we because be some because sources. No, I'm just going to be more honest about me being stupid. Oh, I'm, I'm fine. I think that that fixes the problem. Well, this is one but, of the. Oh, sorry. I'll uh, go on oh, a tangent. Oh yeah, no, but I, but of just like yeah, there's there's people that try to get caught up in the what's right and what's wrong instead of the you know nobody's saying that being gay is wrong, but 
there at least is some evidence to at least entertain the idea that people were trying to use it as a weapon and mm-hmm. trying to uh, use it for potential negative effects as that was the intent that people had with it. And there's some evidence of it. And what this, this lady was saying, there's some evidence of it now. Now, what she pointed to, you may not agree with. It may mm. not be correct. But the point is, the feminization, if you can take a thing and turn it to its opposite, then its purpose will then be inverted. So if the man's purpose in a family can be inverted, then the purpose will be inverted. In other words, you take a daddy and turn into a mama, the thing don't work no more. So, Especially in a society that puts so much effort, especially at that time period, the man makes the money, the woman stays at home. That's the design that society gave. That was the the design that society gave. So This documentary is saying that white people, white, what do they call them, white supremacists, Mm -hmm. used everything that they could come up with to stop, smash, and oppress black people. According to this documentary, that does, it doesn't stop at sexuality. So they use jobs mm-hmm. to oppress black people, sexuality to oppress black people, uh, education, uh, living spaces, diet. It's mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it doesn't, it's, if, if we can agree that everything else was used to fuck black people over diet, education, uh, uh, housing, mm-hmm. fucking jobs, everything else was used except for sexuality, which is the one thing that every fucking human being on the planet kind of is motivated by. Why would that not be used mm-hmm. to oppress black people if anything was used to oppress black people? Mm-hmm. Especially considering that everything else was. Exactly. Yeah. So, so the biggest and most important thing, the most biological thing, the thing that drives mm-hmm. us all, why would they not mm-hmm. use that to oppress black people? Mm-hmm. So yes, maybe it was not the sagging pants. Maybe sagging pants is not an example of how black men have been feminized. But mm-hmm. black men have been feminized. Yeah. According to this documentary. According to this documentary. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I was just going on a yeah. tangent of the vocabulary oh. that you've mentioned before that uh-huh. you... We're um, talking about how vocabulary is also used to split yeah. people. And that goes along with the IQ uh, test of the what are the rules of who's smart and who yes. isn't. And, and I, how yeah, that is judge. that is very important because I've and I've I don't know if I've rambled it on this on this exact podcast before, but Esther's heard me ramble it before of how, uh, you know, the, the rules to the English language or to not to the English language, but the rules of language in of itself didn't come from birth. And so, you know, there was a point when we knew enough words, (laughs) we knew how to communicate with each other. And at some point, anything further was just to separate people that were, well, you're, you had enough money to go to a school and you didn't. And what do you mean? Of the way to separate people through class, through vocabulary and the assumption that because you don't know certain words, 
that you must also be stupid because of that when hmm. they're Never you know and, and they pointed that out because that's a lot a lot of assumptions that people make of people that are you know the the foreigners in america they, oh man they're so dumb is the the image that so many other people have and it's like motherfucker they kind of know english and they also know an entire other language uh, you kind of know english who's yeah. smarter motherfucker no, like I, you know this yeah. is the fact that they don't know but, but this but, would but come up because i would say a word and jeff would be like why are you using that word <laughs> what do you think you're doing but he would get all mad at me because i used some word he didn't know yeah. And then one time he's like, you know, words are used also just to separate people that if you're <laughs> if you know a word, it's because you somehow got the advantage of figuring out, you know, knowing what mm -hmm. a word was. I finally got him to see at least the advantages of having different words. Oh, sure. Too. Express yourself because for a while he was just anti vocabulary. <laughs> I kind of partially am. There's still sometimes when I'm like, What do you mean this one word? What do you mean there's five words that all mean the same thing? Well, then there's four examples that, that we fucked up. Well, we didn't need five ways to say that a chair was a chair. That you know, funny. unless unless the other word adds to the definition in any way then we're just being redundant. And well, they're the just English... people that are filling their brain with multiple things that mean the same fucking thing. And it's like, you just have more wasted information in your head. Well, apparently the English language in particular is pretty broken. And probably because its roots uh, take from so many different other <laughs> yes. languages. Yeah. But I, uh, like I, I know... piece together all the languages from the people we, we stole this from? Yeah. Like I know, I know there's some, uh, some Asian language, I don't remember which one, but like the different things were like you said chair, right? Mm -hmm. Five different you can call it a chair, a couch, a sofa, a seat, whatever. There's some there's some Asian language that they have those different meanings too, but it's it's about how you say it versus what mm -hmm. word you use. Mm -hmm. So oh, yeah. there's a bunch of different stuff like that. But what I thought yeah. he was getting ready to get into when you talked about uh, uh, different words separating people was just the acceptance of how different people talk. Because that's oh, yeah. what I find that's, yeah. that's really interesting. That, the fact that, like, okay, in short, for whatever reason, black people, you know, the end of our words are a little different from the end of black people's, I mean, white people's words. So instead of ing, we'll just do in. Instead of er, we'll do a, right? Mm -hmm. Which you could just call a black twang. Sure. But it's not accepted as a black twang. It's accepted as ignorance, mm -hmm. which is so fucking crazy. Yeah. Because if you hear a Texas white man, they have their own slang. They have their own. But own that's twang. okay. You call yes, you absolutely. actually call that a twang, yeah. Yeah. and you call black twangs yeah. ignorant or ghetto or per ebonics. Ebonics which was really perfect example. Yeah. is the was the fucking president. Yeah, George Bush. W is it W or W? Yeah, yeah. W. Yeah. Now he could say W, mm -hmm. and it's. Oh, that's just that southern Absolutely. charm. Yeah. But yeah. if a black person say, we, yeah, so that is dub that people or w mm -hmm. instead of w, mm -hmm. now we fucking ignorant. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought you were gonna talk about. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No well, one no, words I fully, too. I know, <laughs> no, I, I definitely a hundred percent agree with you on that, and that people have always used that as a way to separate people too, and just find any aspect of black culture or just uh, a culture that you want to say is less than you. You just find some commonality amongst that. You just examine their culture. If you can find a way to say that somebody's culture is wrong, then then if your goal is white supremacy, you're winning. You know what I mean? You just but every culture has 
different things. Every culture in general has different ways they talk, different ways they eat, different clothing, different music. Well, that's when we started this portion of the documentary. They were talking about genetics and how basically white genetics are normal and black yeah. genetics are wrong. And that's to right. they had a fucking picture of a white person's skull in a black person's skull compared to a fucking monkey. They said the black people's skulls, and these, these are scholar, white scholars that put this shit up. In short, just saying black people are monkeys. And it's like, all right, though. And that's what they taught people. Yeah, and sure. those people grew up, and they taught people. And mm. those people, they taught people. And then people still think that, well, civil rights was in 1964, so in 1965, all the racist people left. It's Which like, I what would the like fuck to say do this you mean? They're, they're people, they're still there. Laws don't erase racism. They don't. They don't erase the. the they, they, you can erase and erase. To, you can get rid of a, a racist law. That doesn't get rid of the racism. Which, which I would like to say this. This is a little off topic, but not really. I was watching Joe Rogan, and he had this guy on. I think his name was Brett Weinstein or something like he's, that. He's our competition. Oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But he had this guy on. That long story short was talking about the Black Lives Matter movement and how it's you know it's gone awry and so on and so forth and a bunch of different stuff that I I personally didn't agree with everything he was saying. But one of the things that he was saying was how racism is not the issue right now; it's the system, which I understood what he was getting at. But I I, I was watching and it was just burning me up because I just wanted to raise my hand and ask a question, even though <laughs> obviously I'm watching a thing that was pre-recorded, but. He was saying how racism is not a thing now. It's the system. But my thing is this. How is it? Why is it gone? Like, what would make a person think it was gone? Like, where do you think the people went? If the civil rights movement was in the 60s and the people from the 60s are still alive, Mm -hmm. how is it you can say that racism is gone? Was there a moment where people changed their thoughts? No. Even if some of them did, those people are still alive. And even if they were all dead, they still had children. Yeah, those so children. why is it that you think, not even why, how would it even be possible for those racist people, those people who ran shit then? Like there, was, there is a person who was 20 years old in 1960. Mm-hmm who's probably alive today. They were racist then. They're still alive now. If they're still alive, they were still there to teach and congregate with other racist people. Where did the racism go if it's not still here? Now, here's the thing. These people, this this is why when people say racism don't exist no more or it's not as bad, it's like, you're fucking ridiculous. What do you think these motherfuckers are doing? Just sitting at home being racist? These people have jobs. Some of, they work in politics. They, they're, they're president. They're, they're just everywhere. They're yeah. dentists. Yeah. They're doctors. They're crossing guards. Yeah. They, they have children who are dentists, who are teachers, who are movers, who are... These people still exist. If these people still exist, these thoughts still exist, if these thought, thoughts still exist, they can pass these thoughts. Sure. Now, the, transfer, yeah. the, 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 the transferability of these thoughts mm-hmm. may have diminished, but it definitely still exists. All I think when people say that is continuing to try to ignore black problems. That that's really all I think it is to me is constantly because I see that I see that rebuttal 
in a hundred different ways. I hear racism. Uh, somebody will say racism exists, and then another person online will give a comment and say, you know, it's really just it's really just about it's really a class war, not a race war. And then somebody will explain. Where did the races go? And then people will be like, okay, sure, yeah, we can say it's all just money problems, but there was still racism that created the fact that black people have less money than white people a lot of times. So, I mean, that's still you're still gonna get to racism if you at the end of all of these things, no matter how you try to shove it to the side. And people do that for a thousand things. So to say that it's not, you know, it's a it's a system. It's not a racist uh, problem. It's a system problem. It's a you know. It's, it's just weird for just, me to hear. I'm just gonna pick a different word than whatever the fuck you say. I'm going to say a thing that means the same thing and I'm going to take the word race out of that thing. Doesn't matter what the fuck you say. <laughs> that's that's what their goal is. Cuz it's so, I don't know if it's guilt, I don't know what it is, but I think it's so, I think some people's trying to make everybody happy. They're trying to be in the middle ground because they don't want to take a stand. They don't want to just say that something is bad. So they want to be like, you're kind of right, but it's this. It's a way of one-upping somebody. It's a power thing. Yeah. I mean, but, I do believe that it's the system. But this, the, my only thing. Can it be thing, a racist system? Exactly. But my only thing is when, it's like when, when regular people say, it, I don't give a fuck. I'm only, <laughs> I mean, they're regular people that, whatever, they're stupid. My only thing is like when educated people who, like, I can f- feel really are just saying this, I'd just be one to ask, like, where do you think it went? Yeah. What, like, where did it go? Do you think everybody just stopped? That doesn't yeah. happen in any other walk of life. Yeah. There's no situation where it's like, you know what, universally we think this is bad. This never happened. We're just like mm-hmm. a few years like, oh, you ain't supposed to do that. In anything. This never happened. So why yeah. would it happen with something as strong we, as racism? We haven't we we don't agree that all the bad teachers magically disappeared. Even the people that are pro that love the police, they're like, there's only a few bad apples. They're still given a few. How do you ever just think that all of anything just disappeared and without thing, being ignored? Right? If you, I'm sorry to cut you off, but if you want to be a basketball player, what do you do? You, if you like basketball, what do you do as a profession? Uh, go to the NBA. Go to the, yeah. You, you like acting, what do you do? Yeah. You become an actor. Yeah. You like fighting, what do you do? Yeah, you fight. You become a boxer. You become, become a, a boxer, UFC you learn a martial art. You know, if you like fucking people over and you like enforcing your will on people, what do you do? Police officer. You become a police officer. That's what you, yeah. Why would the police officers yeah. not be a bunch of people who want to enforce their fucking that, will on that's people? That's the only fulfilling job for you. You know how unfulfilling that would be if you just worked at Wendy's and the whole time you wanted to beat the shit out of people? What, uh, why would, the, when people say most cops are good, okay, everybody wanted to be a superhero, wanted to be a superhero at some point. Not everybody became a police officer. You go for the job that you want. If you're yeah. funny, you become a comedian. Or at yeah. least you go for it. Why would the police officers not be filled with people who want to boss people around and, and carry a gun? Mm-hmm. That's what they do. Even if they don't kill people, what the police do mainly is boss people around and carry a gun. Mm-hmm. What type of person wants to become that but a bossy, dangerous motherfucker? Yeah. If you look up what I've done, if you look up the definition of police, because people always say it's to protect and serve. That's not what the police are supposed to do mm-hmm. by definition. Their job is to, and I forget exactly, we can look it up, but their job is to enforce and upkeep the law. Mm-hmm. That's their job. It is not to protect and serve. It's to enforce the law and maintain 
order. Law and I order. That's why Trump always says it. I guarantee if you mm. look it up, it'll say something like that. I might be missing a word or two, sure. but it's to enforce the law and maintain order. It doesn't say anything mm-hmm. about and it's, I think it says protect property it does not say anything about protecting people it does not say anything about serve so this idea that the police are there to protect and serve and it is bullshit yeah by definition it's bullshit yeah. their fucking job is to tell you what the fuck to do so yeah. of course it's gonna be a bunch of and bossy it's not moral men. of course mm-hmm. not nothing about it is moral yeah. but uh, yeah but yeah, twenty minutes left, huh? Yeah, yeah. I know we're we went on some in. tangents, but at least the tangents were about the subject of race and not just about you know talking about sports and the Lakers or whatnot. So fuck it. So yes, yeah, so we got All twenty right. more minutes Baseball to go. Baseball took a needed and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we got uh, we're we got twenty more minutes sports. to watch. We're gonna watch that and come right back. All right. Well, that was episode four of episode We're Freaking Out. Four. In Hidden Colors, we will have the second half of the second part, so also mm-hmm. known as the third part of this, coming out in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And check out Jeff's show on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, wherever you want to find it, called Roast This Post, where uh, he talks about posts that are insane, and uh, he roasts them, I suppose, is what, what it would be. But uh, I don't know, it talks about politics race and it's funny and informative and make sure you check out esther's second city sketch team brawny on facebook instagram and youtube as well uh they have half an hour episodes and uh separate clips that you can check out on all social media platforms and uh i edit some of the stuff i've been featured in some of the stuff they're they're really it's really funny it's really well put together they're all very talented uh improvisers actors uh, sketch writers, and uh, it's impressive what they've been able to put together during this pandemic. Thank you. Yeah. And yeah, it's been really fun. Check it out. And uh, check out maskmarket.com where you can buy a mask. They donate a mask for every mask purchased. That's pretty and cool. And you can use the coupon code JEFF10 for 10% off. Oh man, that's crazy. You know what you else? You can make your own too. You can, you can make your own. You can make your own. They have uh, kid sizes as well, uh, so make sure you check them out. Uh, also, check out if you if you like ten percent off, uh, you can check out uh, freshballs.com. It's for your balls. For your balls, they have products. Uh, they also have. They don't have to be unfresh to use it. That's the big number one thing that everyone always says. Yeah, my balls aren't dirty. And it's like, like, well, yeah, they could feel better. They could feel even. They can feel more fresh. That doesn't mean that's not implying you had unfresh to begin with. Yeah, and they have fresh breasts for fresh breasts, sweated boobs. Fresh feet. Ass uh, wipes. Ass wipes. When which you're are bi- on the go. You're on the go. They're biodegradable, so you can flush them in the toilet as well, which is you one of the... If you don't have a bidet. If you don't have a bidet, or if you have a bidet, but you're... You're, you're a Target bidet-less. Yeah, you're, you're at Target bidet-less, which we should never be. We should go back. We should be a bidet nation. That's the nation I want to see. Hey, we don't even have one. But we I don't, wish I had yet. one, too. When yeah. we do, you'll know. So We'll tell uh, everybody about use it. Use the coupon code JEFF10 for 10%, for 10% off. off. And eventually... They have body... Uh, that's what I was trying to get to before people think there's only just the weird products. They also have just, you know, shampoo and uh, body to help me. If you buy enough fresh body balls, soap. we can buy a bidet. Yeah. So, thanks. Mm-hmm. In advance. Yeah, appreciate it. 
And uh, yeah, that's that's our show. And, that's our show. And check out the will, next um, episode coming out in a couple, couple of weeks. weeks for sure. And uh, thanks. Peace. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast. <laughs>